Welcome to the Everyday is a New Day podcast and live show. The inspirational show about moving forward and choosing to be more of you. Transmuting the self-doubt and stepping into courageously aligned confidence in who you uniquely are. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm a twice-certified transformational confidence coach, Reiki master, best-selling author, and former crime analyst who now helps empathic, heart-centered individuals shatter the noise of self-doubt, find clarity on what self-love really looks like, and the courage to be peacefully grounded in who you've always known you are from the inside out. Join me for the live shows on Facebook and YouTube and visit KimO'NeillCoaching.com for more info. Let's get to it. All right. Hello and welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Every Day is a New Day show. It has been a while and I'm excited to be here with you today and with today's guest because it is a very special day for today's guest. So we're sharing a little bit more about that with you in a moment, but let's begin as we have been this season with shaking off yesterday. Yesterday can be five minutes ago, a metaphor for that. It can be literally yesterday. It can be maybe you're working on something from 10, 20 years ago. Let's shake it off. Shake it off. Let it go. Allow yourself to align with who you are today in this moment, in your power, knowing who you are, embracing who you are, and being who you beautifully are. And I say that literally to everybody. So if you are not seeing the beauty in yourself, I hope you will begin in this moment. <sighs> Just take a deep breath into that. It's so good to be here with you today. I'm now going to share with you, I want to share with you a quote just to kind of kick off the energy for today's conversation and our topic. And today's quote is, it comes from Karen Salmonson and it is, don't allow a love problem or work problem to become an eating problem. Ooh, who resonates with that? Stop trying to stuff your feelings down with food. I'm going to say that again. Don't allow a love problem or work problem to become an eating problem. Stop trying to stuff your feelings down with food. And again, take one more moment to simply tune in to how beautiful you are inside and out in each and every way. Okay, so I'm going to share a little bit about today's guest with you before I bring her on. Today's guest is Tracy Desjardins. She is an international health coach, mind-body eating coach, fitness professional, podcast co-host of The Happy Grind Movement, and a newly published author of the international best-selling book, The Diet-Free Diva. Through her own struggles with overweight, dieting, binge eating, sugar addiction, and emotional eating challenges, Tracy shares a compassionate space with other women working through similar trials. Tracy's holistic coaching helps women discover their very own transformative steps towards sustainable peace with food, body, and self. And with that, I'm going to bring Tracy up on screen. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you so much, Kim. That is the happiest and most bubbly <laughs> podcast intro. Um, not only the music and, the, and the, the views, but then there's you and then the quote. If that doesn't speak to this interview today, I don't know what does, but I'm loving this. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're so welcome. I'm really glad to have you on here. Speak to this topic. Um, you know, I myself have had uh, food challenges and, and all of that kind of stuff. And I know that there is a portion of today's audience that um, that will, you know, uh, whether they themselves or they know someone. I mean, this is something that impacts a lot of people. Right. So and clearly, you know that you you are the expert on this. So I want to first just, you know, oh, 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 hello. The big thing, the big, big extra thing today is. Congratulations to Tracy, because today is the launch of her book, The Diet-Free Diva. Woo! Blowing out the horn. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Thank you so much. It's on Amazon, and it's on sale today for 99 cents for the Kindle and $14.77 for the paperback. You know, I always say, you, you can't even buy a sandwich for 99 cents. No, the you can't. <laughs> That is, it's a big deal. I've said this before. Congratulations to, congratulations to Tracy and anybody working on writing their book. And I gotta 
give a big shout out to Keith Leon S of uh, Baby Pie Publishing. He also connected us um, and I believe is the publisher of your book, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So big shout out to Keith and anybody working on their book. It's such a big deal to be able to get to the space where you can write about your story, but then not only write it, right? Because many people write their book and, they, and then don't go that extra step and fully get it published. I mean, that's, that is a hurdle in itself. And so um, anyway, kudos and congratulations again before you enter a conversation, because that is, that's a big deal for anybody. You're very welcome. So Tracy, let's just, let's now talk about the book and the story behind it and all. And so what inspired you to write The Diet Free Diva? Oh, so, so much. I, I want to just touch on something that you just said that's so, so important. You mentioned about other people out there writing and anybody yeah. that is trying to write or they feel like they're not good enough to write or their their messages aren't coming across clear. Uh, that was me. I mean, I was really, really stuck. And my writing, first of all, just started with opening up Word document during pandemic. And I felt like I was literally vomiting feelings and emotions that were trapped inside my spirit for decades. I mean, I'm 52. Okay, decades of thoughts. I could drop F-bombs, and I did. I didn't mm -hmm. have to correctly. I could have run on sentences, and I'm a stickler with English and everything, but um, it felt really good. And with the right um, guidance and support, everybody who has an inkling to write, they have obviously have something in their spirit that they're, they're trying to say, and it, it can be done. So shout out to Keith Leon. He helped me. He helped me with his support team. And God bless these women because I was kicking and screaming and crying. And Keith was saying, Tracy, trust the process. This is what we do. And it was hard for me. And I jumped the tracks and he had to pull me back in. So, I mean, if, if I can do this, if I can put out a book in the world based on my shameful problem and healing that I discovered anybody can do this, but everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. I love that you shared that. I completely agree. And, and here's what I've also found interesting is that when you're in that process of, of writing your story and like gearing up to, to really, you know, to really saying, yes, I'm publishing this and putting this out there for other people to read. And you mentioned the word shame. There's all this shame that comes through and, what I, what I believe is part of it is when you finally get to that space where you're like, yes, I'm doing this. I can do this. And now I've done it in a way. And you tell me how this resonates for you, but in a way, what I see is like that shame kind of goes away. It starts to be transmuted. It starts to be released because you get to the place where it's okay. Now I went through this and I've healed from it and now I'm helping other people. And one person's shame is never really as big to the, uh, another person as it is to the individual. So it's really so much about the individual working through it so they can move beyond it. Does, does that resonate in any way with you? Totally. And I think a lot of us walk around with a lot of limiting beliefs that we just gathered up throughout our earlier years. That was me. And then the self-doubts can come in and we're, we're afraid of judgment. Let's face it. We want everyone to like us. And yes. that's impossible. So um, I had to do a lot... This book was my therapy, not only about the content, but about me as a woman and where I am in my life. And it's just the oh. best thing I ever did. I really encourage everyone to, um, to put yourself out there. And you know, not everybody's going to resonate with my book. That would be impossible, for heaven's sakes. And, it, you know, it is what it is. But you said something. Um, I think I said it, and then you said it, the word shame. Yeah. You asked me what inspired me to write The Diet for Diva. Um, I was very ashamed of something in my life for a very, very long time. Guess what? That's my book. It's been the most, what's the word, fascinating journey of my life when I reveal, when, when the, it was revealed to me through my soul, honest to God, that um, Tracy, this thing that you've been battling for so long that I'm helping you work through, that's what I need you to do. That is, this is what I need you to shout out to the world and share because you're going to help so many other women and men. My husband read the book this morning and my husband has the attention span of like a hamster. And he sat and read the whole book this morning. And he said, you know what? This is written for men. I don't care that it's, if it's hot pink. And uh, he read the whole thing. He actually sat there and read the whole thing for a few hours. It, it, you can read the whole thing. He said, I'm going to read it again. And um, that, that, oh. that speaks volumes. But um, I talk about my story and my battle with food and my body. I was born in 1970. I'm, I'm going to go there in a minute. But I talk about that. I used to think I was going to write a book someday about like 
whatever a lot of other books write about, well, I'm going to help women get lean and get fit and blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't do it. Kim, I, just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get there because I wasn't meant to write that. I wasn't meant to write okay. that. I want, I, so I love that you just said this. So what, what I'm hearing you say, you know, tell me if I'm off, is kind of your, you saw yourself talking about this sort of topic from, from a different angle versus right. the one that you took. Is, is that yes. right? Yeah. I, okay, just to clarify, I've, I, in, I've had a dream of writing a book for a long time. And I thought that I was going to write and be some expert. But what I'm an expert on is the problem that I have faced my whole life. And I had to be... Okay trials to get there but I felt held back I felt like I'm not ready it's not coming to me yet and now I know why because I was supposed to write about this and what this is <laughs> first of all I share my raw vulnerable story which is connecting with so many other women and that is a war with food and it yeah. started with me as a young child and um, there's a joke in my family that when when Tracy when you cried we gave you a cookie all well-meaning I just talked to my dad about that this morning literally oh. he said you know we Parents think they're doing the best job and sometimes they don't realize. And I said, dad, you did an amazing job. And this was supposed to happen. I'm glad you gave me that cookie because I had to go through that to get to where I'm at now for this fulfillment. I'm helping other women with this, this issue, which is dieting and it doesn't work. And um, so I, I think it's probably fitting for your audience that I, I described um, a little bit about my earlier years. I, I love it. And, and, I, you know, Tracy, I'm so glad you're here. And I just want to give you another applause. And, and this applause is, this applause is for Tracy and truly anybody out there who is doing that inner work, right? Of like seeing what's really going on and owning it, healing from it, and then being able to help others through it. Like, like kudos to you. It, that it is like, that's tough stuff. And there's so much light on the other side of it. So all right, anyway, so applaud you again for that. Tracy, with that, what exactly is diet-free diva? Did we already touch on that exactly? Or is there more? I, yeah, but I'll answer that right now. I love okay. how you said inner work because a lot of women, I didn't know what inner work was. We okay. weren't taught inner work. Like, what is inner work? I didn't learn what inner work meant until I was 50. I didn't know what inner work meant. A diet-free diva is this. It is a woman who has finally risen in her own grace and mm -hmm. in, her knowing, in her relationship with food, she's found peace. She's not abusing food anymore. And when she doesn't abuse food anymore, AKA dieting, fighting, restricting, binging, starting over, whatever. When she's done fighting with food, she has space. And that space occurs up here. It occurs here and it occurs in the body. And we elevate into what I call a graceful queen, which means we have confidence wisdom and we are damn sure what our purpose is and we're putting that out there now some of us haven't discovered that purpose until we go through those trials and do the inner work that you're talking about to get there and it's never about fighting with food but we women kim we were i know you're gonna you're gonna agree with this we were all born with a certain something that we do well a little gift a gift a talent something and i believe that we all know what that is we might have to dig a little bit to find it but we all know we do something maybe a few things really well and a lot of us arguably many many women can live in the land of someday when i figure out how to eat when i lose the 10 pounds and when i feel like i'm worthy to the world then I can do my thing that I do well, but now I'm just going to keep going on this. Well, I'm just going to fight. I mean, I got to lose the 10 pounds because I'm not, I'm not worth anything until I lose the 10 pounds. Enough madness, enough madness. There's energy spent there. So the world is missing out on my book. If I kept on dieting, I'm going to help other people. Yeah. So they're women. Like, what is it that you do so well? And are you holding yourself back because of your appearance and because you know that you're struggling with your eating? That's why I wrote that book. So the Diet Free Diva is you when you have peace with food, body, and yourself. And I help you figure that out. Oh, I love all of that. I love it, love it, love it. And <laughs> I was trying not to interrupt. I had so many things. I was like, yes, 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 yes. Um, in the head. <laughs> I am. Um, I, so I, so let us know in the chat. We've got some live viewers here with us and it's so good to see you all, you know, those who are here with us. Um, I want to say a quick hello to Leslie. Leslie's saying hello, hello, Leslie. And she's already saying, 
ordering. So that's awesome, awesome. I know, Leslie, same here. I've actually meant to do that right before interview and I hadn't yet, but, uh, and we've got Joanne here with us as well. Hello, Joanne, good to see you too. I, oh, okay, so I, I love conversations like this. This is why we do this. Okay, so <laughs> you said a moment ago about um, the someday when, and I think that that's, it, it, and then you used another word and I'm forgetting the word right now, but I think that that's a thing where, uh, yeah, I think it was keyword worthy. So we use this someday when scenario. It can be a, a bazillion things, right? I'll, um, I will do this other thing when, you know, my house looks like this or my body looks like that or when this is changed or when I have a degree or when I, whatever it may be. And it can also be easy to overlook how that is a mask for this underlying unworthiness, this underlying, maybe it's shame, whatever it might be. That really just deserves more love. That's what I see. So um, I love that you brought that up. Yeah. So the question is, where does that come from? Where, where in our path did we get stuck on, well, I can't do my thing and I can't really put my authentic self out there until I do A, B, or C. I speak to the women that are like, well, I can't do that until I lose. It's always 10 pounds. That's the comp. I meet women. It's the 10 pounds. That was me for a long time, sometimes 20, but yeah, more than that. Like, mm -hmm. until I lose this weight and um, figure out my eating problem, I'm going to put that thing that I do well on hold. That's suffocating. That's not living. And it's, it's, we're in shackles and we don't even realize yeah. it because most of us are doing it enough. Yeah. That, that's really good. And I, I think that's some, I, I just want to, yeah, highlight that part and that that's shackles, living in shackles. Um, that's not a fun way to be for anybody who's resonating with that. I mean, to me, that's just like, take a moment to just, I don't know. I, I think so. So I think it's so easy for women to shame themselves for so many things. And when you can recognize that you deserve better, you don't, you don't even, you don't deserve to shame yourself. You don't deserve to, you know, be in a place of shackles of shame over whatever subject of something that you think isn't perfect, isn't ready, whatever it may be, you deserve it all now, more now. And so anyway, so, okay, I want to, let's, let's go a little deeper. So what would you say, what, what are the main benefits that you're, let's talk a little bit more about the book specifically. So what are the main benefits that your readers will come away with when they read the Diet Free Diva? Okay. I, I love it. Thank you so much. Well, there are five, five key elements to my book. Five steps towards freedom with peace, freedom and peace with food, body, and self on her trusted and sustainable terms. That means that I help you figure out what works for you because when you figure out what works for you, yeah, food, body, and other things, mind, spirit, then you can rely on that. You can trust yourself and you get that part out of the way. And I call, I call it a path of excellence for a woman. Yours is yours is yours, Kim. Mine is mine. All my friends, they have theirs. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing. There is no one way. There's no one plan. And that's what I help women find. Now, am I going to get resistance on some of this stuff? I, I already have, actually. It's really interesting. And it's great because I believe the women that are resisting and they're going to keep going down the road of micromanaging every morsel that goes in their mouth, tracking all this stuff not knowing how to take a vacation in peace and let themselves really live without binging. Hello. Can, mm -hmm. I, can I have peace with food on vacation? Yeah. How, how dare we not be able to do that? Thank you, diet industry. But when, when women are able to have peace with food, guess what? Life becomes really fun. It's amazing. And let me say this for all the women out there that are like, tell me how I'm going to lose the weight. That's what I want to know from this chick. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm jumping. I'm jumping. But this That's is a big crazy. thing because women, women come to me that talk to me about weight loss a lot. How do I lose this weight? They're stuck. I was stuck. Okay. I get it. I get it that you want to lose weight. You have every right to want to feel good in your body. We all have those jeans hanging in our closet. that are like little tight or real tight. We're hanging on to those jeans for the hopes of someday those babies are going to fit because we remember maybe feeling really good in those jeans. Okay. Well, I help you get back into those genes in a way that is sane, 
it's not overnight. Mm-hmm. You're worthy of, of getting those getting those genes back. I want you to feel good in your body. I want you to lose the weight that you want to lose. And I'm here to say that when we take the power away from dieting and the war away from food, and we do your words, Kim, inner work, and we have no end way and date, there is no goal weight. Do you see the look on my face right now? Mm-hmm. Um, we shift the perspective and we just start start softening and nurturing us into this healing. It's amazing how the pounds that aren't supposed to be on our body for health reasons will, will melt off. Don't get on the scale. It's an antiquated form of bully. With all respect to the women that are weighing themselves. And if that really works for you, then have at it. My book speaks to women like me who, check this out. Maybe you were overweight as a child and you had just horrible day memories of going to the doctor. The doctor looks at you or the skinny little nurse that makes you get on the scale. This little thing. Look at you. Yeah, you're on the chart. You're approaching. You're off the chart. You're approaching. There's a concern here. And you're like, right. And you were told you should weigh something that is unreal. It's still unrealistic. I got like meaty legs, Kim. Okay. And I've got like hips and I have history with these legs. They support me all the time. I teach amazing aerobics classes and I used to judge my legs forever. My hips, I gave birth twice. I have two amazing kids. I respect my hips and my butt and my legs. I can climb steps like no tomorrow. I don't have to wait for the elevator. Do you want to wait for the elevator? We don't want to wait for the elevator. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep, absolutely. Scale over here. Yes, I will help you find your way to shed those unwanted pounds of body fat that you're holding on to. I encourage you to be open and curious because there is a better way. There's a movement going on here. And I need everybody listening to link arms with me because we're going to get things done and we're going to learn better. And I'm already pissed about my future granddaughters that haven't even been born yet. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Tracy, I I love everything you're saying, and it's resonating with our audience, too. And I want to share Leslie's comment. Leslie is saying, my mother was always looking at herself in the mirror. She never thought she looked good. She passed that down to me and five sisters. And again, I know that that is not a unique experience. You just highlighted it yourself, right? You're thinking about future generations in your own family. And this is, you know, these behaviors, these thought patterns, these belief patterns, they do, they get carried down through, through generations. So, um, I love seeing you fired up and I love seeing you talk about the authenticity of, Oh man, this, because this such strikes a a nerve with me too. And how, how, Oh, okay. I love it. You're so meant to be here. I'm so glad we're doing this today. Um, Okay, I'm just going to, I want to share Tracy's book again. Tracy's book is The Diet-Free Diva, and we've got that up on the screen here. Yeah, so so they can see, take a look there. Will you read, what is the byline, the five steps to? Yeah, yeah. Five steps to freedom with food, body, self on your trusted and sustainable terms. Nice. And Tracy, I got to tell you, what was that? I have to tell you something, but finish your thought. I was just going to. I was just going to say, when, when I first saw this book cover, I was like, oh, that's a book I want to read because it's it's really, it's it's cute, but it's powerful. It's fun. And actually that fun word is, the, is something I wanted to get back to. But before we go there, what, what else did you want to say? Tell us. I have to say this. I have to say this. And then I'd love to respond to Leslie really quick. Okay. Wow. So the cover of the book, the chick, it looks like something out of Scooby-Doo, right? It I does. Mean- yeah. Here. All right. So I worked really hard with my delightful um, cover artist uh, and editor, Autumn. She layout girl. She's so, so amazing. But originally I said, I want a cartoon image. That's my personality. And um, originally they had the full body of her and she had these skinny legs. And I went, oh, revamp, revamp. And I think I kind of made them mad a little. I said, we got to cut the legs off. I do not want this to look like some book for skinny chicks. I mean, it was like, "Mm, that's not what I meant. But I mean, this is fun, right? She's wearing a dress. She's got her arms and it's just fun. But I, the reason I had her cut the skinny legs off is because I'm not going after that. I'm really against this whole 
crazy Barbie doll body image for women. And I, I, I spent 32 years in the fitness industry teaching classes. I was never the skinny instructor. I was the strong instructor. And I judged myself against the skinny instructors. Never mind the fact that I taught a damn good class and I made people happy. They left the room feeling amazing. I was judging myself for not having that body and listening to what was admired. I mean, you look at the Barbie doll. Come right. on. Right. And, and you were, and still are, but as that dance instructor with, like you said, the strong legs and, you know, with your body type, you were being a role model for those people who are like, yeah, I don't have the stick thin body. And maybe, you know, that does not even have to be the goal for anybody there, right? It's about, I love how you're talking about authentic, authentically al aligning with your body type and what's going to be right, be right for you and in, in releasing weight and all of that. So, so yeah. speaking of body type, Okay, back to what Leslie said. Okay, okay, so Leslie, if you're listening, shouting out to you. Um, it wasn't your mom's fault. And, you know, my mom, my mom's thin. My mom's always thin. And, you know, my mom, she didn't understand my voracious appetite. <laughs> I mean, it was just something. And um, it was conditioned in them. Thin is in. The, yes. the way, I mean, come on. It, they learned that. So yes. and it goes generations back. But here we are, it's 2022, and there's an opportunity to rewrite the script of healthy, fit, thriving women moving forward. And it's got nothing to do with being thin and matching some Victoria's Secret look. Most of us don't have it, but somewhere along the line, we got caught up with, well, you know, there are certain standards of body shape and this and that that we're supposed to fall into. And it's just ludicrous. It's maddening because once again, our inner diva is stifled, stifled. So oh. rewriting the values perhaps, you know? Oh, that's a good one. Rewriting the values. Yes, yes, yes. Getting, I, I would even, so I love that you said that. And I want to add for some women, they may, may not even be aware what their values are. So how about even for the first time getting clear on what their values? Okay, whoa, what, what came up for you on that one? Kim, here's our energy flow. That's step two in the book. There's five steps. Can I share the steps in case anybody- Yeah, please do, yes. yes. Okay. Let me just put it out there. There's no scale. You don't have to weigh yourself. There is no meal plan. And look, I am a fitness pro. I don't even tell you how to exercise. I, I encourage you to discover how you like to move your body. I call it joyful movement. But anyway, here we go. Step one, we have to look where we came from before we can move forward. Step one is discover and write your food story. What the heck does that mean? We have to look at, think, reflect. We've been in relationship with food since we came out of the womb. I teach you how to go through that. Okay. It requires an open mind. All right. Step number two, find your top three personal values. What do I mean by that? Not what the world says you should value or who you should be. Yeah. I, I have my own health coach. She looked at me. She said, Tracy, who are you? Who are you? Like, bitch. I've been trying to be somebody else for the world. <sighs> Like what is important to me? And I was putting down what I thought should be. That's a lot. That's no wonder I was binge eating. And um, so anyway, I, I, I help a woman go there with who are you and what's really important to you. And it doesn't have to sound great. I help you go through that. But once we find that, what really makes us tick, what's really important to us, then we're still in step two. I help you define your personal powerful why. I call it a PPW. We hear the word, which find your why. And that's great. And it's that important. But notice, I call it personal, powerful. Why? Because it's tough to write that if you don't know who you are and what you value. Keep talking. Yes. Step three. <laughs> okay. Step three. As the book goes, we get, we get a little deeper with I'm adding some things in. Step three. You're going to love this. Okay. Commit to your daily personal inquiry and Daily personal inquiry and self-awareness. What is a personal inquiry? Let me explain. I, I was born in 1970, okay? And I went through decades of school, college, never learned how to connect with my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, and what my needs really were. So guess how I met my needs? Hostess cupcakes, 
Twinkies, donuts, candy, all things. Vending machines when nobody was looking. Scrounging up money, buying more than two things, sometimes more than three. Always eating it in the ladies' room when nobody can see me. Okay? So I teach you how to do a personal inquiry. In other words, I'm feeling agitated, right? Three o'clock in the afternoon is witching hour for me. Tracy, what's going on? What are we feeling right now? Yes, yes. What do we really need? I mean, really need, and it ain't donuts. And what can we do? What will we do right now? Do you hear my tone? In mm -hmm. this chapter, I help you discover that you've had this inner bully called the inner critic. And you've had this voice over here, this inner nurturing, loving, compassionate, empathetic voice that's there in our wisdom. And it's going to hang out as long as it takes for you to reach in and elevate her as the CEO, because this nasty, she's been like captain bitch up here for how long you're not good enough. You're not working hard enough. We didn't get enough done. We're not thin enough. No wonder we're saying, screw it. Where's the pizza? Where's the vending machine? I'm getting candy or whatever the affliction is to get relief right away. The reward is I need relief. I need to check out from that. We were never taught that. We sat in boring algebra, chemistry, um, oh. all that crap, but we never learned how to connect with our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions. So it's no wonder we're running to food. And then when we start dieting, that exasperates it because dieting teaches you to stay disembodied not embodied. It actually intensifies the checked out nature to run to food. So I really go there in chapter three. It's powerful. Okay. I, I just have to say, there's so many things I want to speak to, but I just have to say who can resonate with at either right now or at one point in time, being able to recognize you got an inner bitch. <laughs> like, I love that you just talked about that. I think, I think every woman can relate to that. And, and you can have that inner bitch talking to you for so long without you even really realizing like, wait a second, this isn't my, right? Yeah. yeah, this isn't my, this isn't my truth. This isn't my, who I really am. This isn't what I deserve. Like what the F is this? Okay, go on. Well, you know what? Let, let's, let's just stop there for just a second. Let's go back to school. The gold standard is straight A's. Yeah. A lot of us, I wasn't one of them. Okay. A lot of us had, the big people in our life saying, well, where's that B coming from? Mm. You're see in this, you must have an issue. Why aren't you doing better? Why didn't you make the honor roll? Coaches, teachers, do you get it? They were trying yeah. to help. They, there were standards for success. I get it. But we've been conditioned to, oh, it's yeah. not enough. It's not enough. It, it's never enough. That voice comes in, that inner critic. And I mean, like, it's crazy. It makes sense, right? In other words, it's not our fault that perhaps we've been hard on ourselves, and maybe we're using food. I speak to anybody that checks out with food, mainly sugar. Ooh. And why particularly sugar? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Um, because sugar is the ultimate dopamine hit. And it's, in my opinion, I'm going to say this, it's a socially legalized drug that's everywhere. Oh, what do you mean you're not having cake? It's my birthday, you're not having cake? You didn't bake cookies for Chris? You're not coming to my cookie party? What's the matter with you? Anyway, step four. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the passion here. I love it. I, it it's, it's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I'm hoping that your listeners are like having a hell yeah moment. Because they're worthy of it. Absolutely. They're worthy. It's time. It's time. Yes. Um, step four. Now we're going to talk about food, but maybe just a little bit. You know, we have to talk. You're wondering about the food. Okay. All right. So you asked about sugar. You asked about sugar and why this and why that. Well, you know, if you, if anybody out there is listening, you grew up with me in the seventies, even if you didn't, the processed food revolution, it's in our face, commercials everywhere. Eat this, the highly palatable foods that addict our tongue. Okay. Scientists are out there, they really want us to be addicted to Oreo cookies. Who can eat one double stuffed cookie or one Dorito chip? I mean, come on, French fries. It's not our fault. It's in our face. So in order to, we, first of all, we were born with a natural palate on our tongue where natural foods are going to taste good to us. Okay. That was taken from us from the food industry. 
Okay. What was the, the standard lunch? I remember in the seventies, chipped ham sandwich with mayonnaise, pickles and American cheese on Wonder White with the side of chips and perhaps a Twinkie. That was lunch. On a good day, you had a small orange that you never ate anyway, went in the trash. So that is, <laughs> along came the TV dinners. Then, then the diet foods, the lean cuisines, the diet Coke. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Lean tongue. What? What's going on? And that is what makes that green apple not taste so good. But we can rewind, we can change that. But we have to get we have to get a little productively pissed about where we came from. That's where the food story comes from. The write your food story. So it can be done, but it takes a lot of patience, willingness, curiosity, and awareness about how we start to eat makes us how what we eat makes us feel. So step four, perform your 14 day whole foods cleanup experiment. Notice I didn't say diet. I didn't say plan or program experiment. And if you do this right on your terms, and if you give it your all, then you give the brain the loving power spray that it deserves. We clean up our blood. We our bellies start to go down. We may even have a shot of getting our hormones somewhere. We may want to seek out help with that. I'm not an expert on that, but I can definitely refer you to some amazing experts on that one. We're worthy of that too. Let's get this right. Then, then we can start to go there with discovering how whole unpro unprocessed natural foods make us feel. How do you want to feel? I want to feel good in my jeans. I don't want to feel bloated. I don't want, who wants to feel bloated? The foods that are out there, a lot of them make us bloat, gluten for all. Have your blood work done. Fig are you really gluten-free or are you watching your neighbor, Betty, who lost 30 pounds and she's walking the dog in some skimpy outfit? She's gluten. I'm going to be gluten-free. You might not need to be. I mean, I don't think gluten is great for everybody, but I'm not the expert there. You are. I teach you how to. Maybe you need to go here and find that out. 14-day cleanup experiment. I also talk about joyful movement. I spend this much time talking about exercise in this book. It's great. Do you want to interject? Can I talk step five? Uh, you know what? Uh, yes. Go ahead. Move on to step five. Yep. That's great. All of it. Step five, I have to tell you, when I was, this is chapter five, and I cried so hard. I actually, this is where I derailed off of the writing program with Keith and the editors. I said, I'm stuck. I wrote two chapter fives. I had to help them. It took me much longer to write this book because I, I just, it wasn't coming out right. I had to beef up my chapter five. Now I love it. This is what I want to say. Step five in chapter five. It's kind of beefy. Commit to daily journaling for tracking your path of excellence. Define and implement your six P's and carry your new toolbox. What? Now, before anybody hits stop and goes running away, when you hear me say journal, I used to hate journaling too. I hated it. It was like an F word to me. And here's why, ladies, if you're thinking I hate journaling, I would venture to guess it is because somebody on some diet program or programs told you to track what they believe you should track. And it really didn't connect with your spirit, connect with your inner wisdom. Maybe you didn't even give a rat's ass about what they were asking you to track. Right. So, I, I, I give you some suggestions. I, I show you what I track, just as an example in the book. And um, I encourage you, what is it based on your values and who you are? What do you want to keep track of? What do you want to hold yourself accountable to that's going to get you where you want to go? That's what you need to track. And, you know, it, it might be that I encourage you to track your food, but that ain't all. Uh, I, and I was smiling when you mentioned journaling because I encourage journaling like all the time, but I know not everyone loves it. So I love that you bring it home that it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be some cookie cutter way to do it. And so <clears throat> I love the, I love the authenticity piece about what everything you're saying. So I want to ask a, a kind of a, well, it's not really devil's advocate, but a question that some of our viewers might be thinking. So just to reaffirm, in your book, are you are you promoting any certain type of food or way of eating, anything like that? No, I'm not selling anything. I don't have products or supplements or any of that. What I, I will say, what I am promoting is what you can go and buy at your local, local farmer's market. 
the beautiful part of your grocery store. That is what I'm suggesting that we need to start eating, ladies, because it's going to make us feel pretty good. We just have to give ourselves a loving chance to experience that. And let me just also say those protein bars that we think we can't live without. I was one of them. Well, I'll eat clean, but I got to have I got to have that protein bar. When we sink our teeth into something sweet and chewy and chemically infused, we're not cleaning up. Okay. What, what I hear you talking about is getting back to that state of what's natural, of what authentically feels good. And, and to me, it's, it, this, this, this is very well-timed with some stuff I was going to be sharing in the near future anyway. It's all about how um, when you first start that process, it can be hard to really understand, is this really good for me? Because you're so used to having a comfort level with other things, other food, other beliefs, whatever it may be, that it can be hard to discern between what really feels good. You may think, oh, this thing that actually isn't so good for me feels good, but it's really just a place of comfort versus this other thing that's more natural for you that truly feeds your body, your soul, your mind is what really feels good and a prolonged good. Um, so that's, that's what I hear you speaking to. And I, I love that because you're talking about that with, through food. Let, let me just say to anybody out there that's like, well, I, I need my, my protein bar. I, I need that, that keto thingy, whatever. Um, I get it. I, I was, um, I had my claws in my clean eating paleo baked goods. Right. And I was overeating those. It was keeping me stuck. And I was kind of in, I kind of knew I needed to, I could clean it up a little bit more, but anything that you feel like has power over you, there's a sign. And, you know, Eliza Kingsford is just this genius weight loss therapist. Look her up online, ladies. Eliza, Eliza Kingsford. Okay. Uh, I just love her dearly. She talks about this thing called a healthy obsession. And she says there needs to be a pathway where we become obsessed with what makes us healthy, what makes us feel good. And she encourages us to be curious. And she says, how is what you're eating making you feel? Once you eat, how, how do you feel? And how do you want to feel? That can start to break down the limiting belief and that, that anchor where I, I need my, my, my chewy protein bar thing. And when we're open to what is the reaction in our body, how are we really feeling? And again, we're not used to that. No. And especially for women who, you know, the, the quote I had at the beginning about stuffing your feelings down. If you're in that habit of stuffing your feelings down, I, I have found that one of the first things can be just getting used to identifying what are you feeling? And I know you talked about that earlier too, about, you know, getting clear on checking in with yourself. What am I feeling? Um, and, you know, yeah, oh my God, could go on and on. And I tell you, that is with the women that I work with now, that is the number one sticking point. And some of them, they don't want to hear it. I mean, it's not that they don't want to hear it, but they're like, I'm not feeling anything. Tracy, I mean, what emotions? Mm -hmm. It's not their fault. So if you're, if you're feeling stuck, I was for a long time too. Okay. I, I get it. Um, when you're like, well, Tracy, if you were, what was it for you where you're no longer stuck? Well, I became open and I became, I was productively pissed during pandemic when I was binging on ice cream. I was, it's in the book. I was binging on ice cream and look, pandemic wasn't that long ago when we're kind of still in it. So ladies, I'm not that far ahead with this thing called peace, but I can tell you that I'm never looking back. And I believe it with all of my heart that if I can get past this shame in the relationship with food that I hid behind for so long, that anybody can do the work with the tools that I give you because I didn't have those tools. And I'd like to believe I'm kind of like a rah-rah, badass friend to everyone. I want to show you the tools that my coach showed me because that's our ticket if we're open to embrace it. Oh, Tracy, I, I love it. And I, I really love that phrase, productively pissed. So that's why I had to put that in the in the comments or the chat too. <laughs> Just <laughs> it.
Yeah. That's a fun one. Um, okay. So Tracy, we are, uh, we're not ending just yet, but we are nearing the end of today's conversation. So I want to ask you right now, uh, you know, how can our viewers, you told everyone at the beginning, but tell everyone again, where can they go to find, you know, find your book, gain access and all of that. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So on Amazon right now, the diet, uh, the diet free diva, it's Kindle 99 cents. And then the paperback is on sale for 1477. And, um, uh, so in the book, I have my website. I also have a free downloadable workbook and the link is in the book, okay, to get you started here. Because like I said, I'm doing some unconventional things and I wanted to give all of my lovely readers um, just a heads up, just a heads up on how you can get started, especially with the food story. As I have a really fun um, workbook handout, I also have a way to get a hold of me in there and I offer everyone that wants to reach out and schedule a time with me. Um, I wanna hear your story. like. It's amazing how many women have reached out to me before the book went out because I was doing some promotion on the side saying, hey, I'm writing it. And I, I mean, for free, for free, we That's get on awesome. and I listen to you in your story, because when you have a girlfriend that will listen to you, that gets you get out of the way. And like, you know, you and I having this conversation, Kim, it's kind of like it's kind of like we're all at a slumber party together. You know, it's slumber party. You don't hold anything back. And it's like women, we're having popcorn, we're hanging out, we're playing crazy music, and we are just being there for each other and having a ball. This is how I want other women to relate to me because um, this has to be fun. It has to be unabridged and it has to be unapologetically your journey to lead you to the best diva. And and I want to just uh, verify, is that website, the, theholisticdivas.com? Yes, without, without the... the um, yeah. So yeah, the holistic divas.com. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, great. So they can definitely check out your book over on Amazon or the holistic divas.com. And yeah, I just put the full thing because I've had issues in the past when I didn't. So however your internet works out there, just that's the website you can go to. Wonderful. Tracy is okay. Actually, let's see. Let me make sure I touch on everything before we move on. This has been such a fun conversation. I love it. There's so many things I wanted to speak to, but I um, definitely did not want to interrupt. Is there anything else you'd like to share with everyone? How? Um, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting myself because I have so many thoughts, Tracy. So many things that I want to say in this conversation. Anything else you'd like to share before we move on? There is, because I feel like we could have gone another. I looked at my um, clock mm -hmm. and I can't even believe what time it is. So this has been such a loaded interview and it has been so energetically connective that I feel like we need to have another one. So I would be totally willing to come on and any of your lovely viewers that want us to like, get the book and start reading, we can do like... A, um, we can do like a part two if they have questions about the book. There's so much that we didn't get to, like my my son and his his eating challenge yes. podcast that we do together for a different mission. And there are other things that we can dive into, but namely for your viewers to say, hey, I got the book. I have a question about this. Tell me about this. Let, let's talk more and continue the slumber party, if you will. I am completely open to that, Tracy. So we will work that out. And um, and that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic suggestion because yes I, I had more things i wanted to get to but i think this is a good kind of stopping point for today's conversation i want to highlight one more comment we have leslie saying here awesome she loves that you have a workbook and so again if you want to check that out definitely go to theholisticdivas.com go to amazon and look for the diet free diva book by Tracy Desjardins and uh, or if you like to say it in french how i initially did with Tracy Desjardins <laughs> I took French in school, so that's why I, I lean that route. Um, it's, diva. It's, a, it's diva sounding, right? It is, it is. I love it. Um, and the, the purple and the pink kind of gives me that French vibe a little bit too. So it's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, Tracy, it has been great. It's been wonderful having you here today. Uh, to all of our viewers, let us know what you're taking away in down in the chat, wherever you're viewing this conversation, whether you're with us live or on the replay, let us know down in the chat and let us know, you know, are, are you are you getting the workbook? You coming to part two? What questions do you have for Tracy? Let us know. We'll be sure to include that in the next conversation for sure. And I want to say before I close out, Tracy, I want to say thank you so much for being here today. And again, one more congratulations. You know, if I had like 
confetti that I could spring up in the air that I would for you because today hey, I, I have love to her. Hang on. I have a paper chain. Do Perfect. You, you want to know what this represents? One link in the chain is one day at a time. Every day is a new day. One link at a time. I use this with my clients. One day at a time. It's amazing. Here's our confetti. That's perfect. I love it. I love it. That's a fantastic metaphor for how this all works and linking your five steps, linking the journey, all of it. And I want to, I, you brought up age and I want to say no one's ever, there's, there is no age limit on all this stuff. There's no shame about when a person comes to certain realizations or making certain shifts. And I just, I, I, I just want to highlight that because I think that can be a, a thing for a lot of people as I've been getting older, you know, I've noticed some of those thoughts kind of creep in about myself and I go, no, Kim, you're still just fine. And so for anybody out there who's, who's having some of those thoughts, let that go. Like now is your time. It, it didn't happen earlier because it wasn't meant to for whatever reason, but what a beautiful gift that it's happening now. And you get to give that to yourself. And there are people like Trace, Tracy and I'm going to say myself who can be warriors for, for you to really mm -hmm. help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, I know we could go on and on. Um, <laughs> so with that said, Tracy, I'm going to place you back down in the lobby for a moment, but thank you again for being here today. And I will see you in just a few minutes. Oh, I just love you, Kim. Thank you. And thank you to everyone um, who's listening today. I can't wait to see all of you again. Same, 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 same. Okay. So let me just drop Tracy back down into the lobby. Oh my gosh. Don't you freaking love it? I love, love, love it. So definitely check out Tracy's book, the diet free diva. If this resonated with you. And I just want to close out the show with a few final notes, you know, as you've been with us today, whether you popped in for a few minutes, just towards the end, popped in and out, whatever it may be, take a moment to just sit with yourself and Tune in, you know, how is this resonating for you? What is coming up for you? Maybe there were, maybe all of it resonated for you. Maybe there was one key nugget that you're like, oh my goodness, I needed to hear that today. Heed that, sit with that, journal on that, meditate on that, whatever it might be, whatever feels authentic for you, allow yourself to open up and feel into that. I freaking love everything Tracy said because it, it totally just resonates with everything, everything I do too. But so allow yourself to be there and have those moments take that in and let it be the chain one step at a time you're right on time it's never too late you're right on time every day is a new day <laughs> and i'm going to close out the show with that remember wherever you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow you're an amazing person you're an amazing soul you are loved have an amazing day everybody I'm going to head on out. I'll see you all again soon. Bye for now.